Alia jangan tidur Alia jangan tidur Alia jangan tidur Alia jangan tidur Dan like manual spam you I'll do the good morning bestie Good morning bestie you guys Good morning bestie Good morning bestie How do you do Mr. Ear rape Hello guys Hello guys Hello guys Hello guys How are you? Lebih dekat, lebih dekat. Hello guys. Hi. Hey guys, welcome to Teenage Collective Podcast, where we talk anything and everything about the teenage experience. Before we get on on today's topic, as usual, we'll be giving recommendations. So today we'll be recommending YouTube channels. Um. Puti, what are you recommending? So I'm recommending a YouTube channel called Mila Tequila, which basically covers a lot of the early 2000s and early 2010s. And she had a bunch of series about Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Bynes, and it's just very interesting. So if you're looking to find something very entertaining to watch, uh, go watch her. It's very well researched. What about you, Alia? I'm recommending Psych2Go. It's just a YouTube channel full of psychology videos. It's really fun to watch. It's like the type of people or I think they have the MBTI type of videos. But it's just very entertaining and overall educating because if you like psychology, then this is a really fun way to learn it and enjoy it at the same time. Yeah, it's a very nice YouTube channel. So today's a very exciting episode as we have invited two special guests. Um, they are our dearest friends. Please welcome Aurelia Sharifa and Nadita Ginti. So why don't you guys go to unmute them? <laughs> okay, hi guys. I'm Nadita. You can call me Tita. You can call me Sayang if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I'm really scared right here. Like, <laughs> I'm really scared. Yeah. Okay, Diva, on to you. Hey guys, I'm Aurelia Shadiva, but you guys can call me Diva. Um, I'm 16, and I'm really good friends with these two girls, as well as Datita. Was <laughs> <laughs> that was that okay? Why is it so awkward? I'm sorry. I can't do these guys. <laughs> It's okay. Um, okay. Also, if I'm not mistaken, both of you guys also share an Instagram platform. Would you like to explain and maybe plug it out? Diva aja, I'm nervous. Okay, so earlier last year, me and Tita created this Instagram platform called Freedom Fighters Project. It actually started as a personal project that we used for our school. But um, now it's just like an ongoing thing where we would just post about social issues. Um, for example, like racism and gender issues and stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so thank you guys for your introduction. Uh, we previously mentioned that today's episode is exciting because we invited our friends. But it's also exciting because we'll be talking about something pretty serious and important in this day and age. 
So we'll be talking about social issues, specifically in the social media scene. Um, so let's just start with what are your guys' like earliest memories learning about serious social issues and activism? So I first became aware about social issues when I was probably in like eighth or ninth grade. Um, the first social issue that was that I was aware of was probably like gender issues, um, especially in our school, because, you know, like um, middle schoolers like us, um, we tend to experience a lot of like sexism and like, I don't know, just like a lot of stuff about gender, especially in our school. That's pretty much it. Yeah, like the first mm-hmm. actual issue that I was aware of was probably sexism. And then um, along the way, I started to learn more stuff from social media, especially from Instagram. Um, I started following a lot about a lot of like platforms that discusses about these social issues. And in 2020, um, when the George Floyd murders was like, all over the internet, I also started to um, educate myself about racial issues that are happening in our world. And not only the ones that are happening in the United States, like the George Floyd murder or the Breonna Taylor case, but I also started to open my eyes on the issues that are happening in our own countries, like the ones that are happening against Papuans. So yeah, that's pretty much it, I guess. So I guess my first experience where I actually am aware about um, these social issues was I think last year when um, it was George Floyd's murder. It was really on the media. Um, And I guess I wasn't really, you know, aware about it. I didn't really care, which was not a good thing. But then after seeing like videos about it and articles, um, I started like to educate myself, you know, from Instagram and like, reading more news about it and yeah and by that i tried to you know um practice what i've learned if, through the platform that i made with diva my earliest memory about these social issues or activists is probably the same as diva and dita because i was also mainly aware about it during george floyd's death or incident especially because it was everywhere on the internet as mentioned before and we were really on our phones because it was early quarantine so there was not really any way to dodge this information um of course i didn't really knew how to voice or to use my platform correctly off the bat um and i started reading more about it on articles and there's a lot of instagram activist page that also summarized the incident or issue really briefly that's very useful for people who are just started um learning about these issues so yeah what about you mal do you have anything i think i i learned a lot of um social issues also pretty early on kind of like diva where i learned it maybe sixth to seventh grade um i started becoming really aware of the severity of the social issues but i think the earliest earliest one i think we can all relate was when news about malala came out and she was talking about like educational um equality for girls and that was when i was really um that's when i knew about it but I i didn't take it seriously until probably when i was in seventh grade and I started to 
you repost like posts from Instagram and my Instagram story and also reading more about social issues and activism. I think an experience that we shared with social issues was that we knew it initially from social media. What are your guys' kind of general thoughts about activism in social media? Do you think it's good or do you think it is problematic and doesn't really solve the problem? So I think generally it's a good thing, you know, because as we know, young like teenagers, they spend most of their time in social media, you know, um, scoring on Instagram, TikTok and everything, because I think (laughs) that um, awareness is one of the ways we can solve these issues. Um, But however, I think that there are some, you know, acts that are performative, like example, the the bl- the square the black square yeah you guys remember that i don't mm. think i think that's like everywhere yeah i think that's like stopping the point from like the in- the actual information to get to us you know yeah so just like what tita said um it, social media could be really useful like to spread out like news about social issues because well as we all know but teenagers like us, we spend a lot of time on social media. So obviously, why not make the most out of it by actually learning new things like um, issues that are actually happening in our world right now? Um, so social media could be like a really powerful medium to spread out messages about these kinds of issues. But it could also um, it could be quite problematic sometimes, um, just like what Tita said, like the black squares. Um, people are using those like hashtag Black Lives Matter while posting those black squares and it's just clogging up information that people actually yeah. want to find out about the movement. And there are also like um, profile picture movements like where people would set their pro- profile pictures into certain colors. But I guess that doesn't really, it's not really effective to like spreading messages because people would just be like, confused i guess like why are these people changing their profile pictures into these colors so i think the point that diva and i are trying to make here is that social media is really powerful and it's up to us to use it for good um and i think as a future generation i think that we have to be really mindful on how we use this power yeah that's it yeah So I think um, social media is a very powerful force and catalyst in spreading news about these social issues and also to raise your voice in terms of activism. But with all things, it can be used inappropriately and improperly. So I think it's a matter of just being mindful of what you post and being mindful of what you repost and also using your platform for good. I think it can be a very easy ground for people to use it as a trend rather than a movement, like what happened with ACAB or BLM in TikTok specifically, especially the black squares and also like the chains that TikTokers made, which is so weird. But um, it's a matter of using it for good and also really being mindful and critical of what you post because that matters a lot. What chain? 
The you know like the one yeah, yeah like, ini the future no 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 freedom until like, we equal no that was no, so no, no, cringy no, no, no. <laughs> you know that, that song is not like it's not a supported but la mama it got cringy I'm <laughs> sorry yeah that's what it's about so like Macklemore performed that song in the Grammys for it though because of um like gay marriage and they use it for racism which is so weird. <laughs> it's a whole different thing. <laughs> okay. Like, speaking of chains and TikTokers and social media, one example that was pretty popular, I guess, or and controversial, was the Brianna Taylor song. It was meant to be, like, empowering and, I guess, as a way to fight justice after her death. But some people argued that it monetizes her name like a dead person name so this opens up the conversation to the next part of the episode which is the use of social movements as a means of aesthetic rather than like a meaning so this is like very damaging obviously yeah and that's very um like it, it was such a big thing when last year because of the BLM a bunch of influencers and tiktokers would put BLM in their bios but they would not post anything about it they would not link any petitions or even give their big fans and this is like millions of fans any information especially these tiktokers and influencers have very young fans who may not know anything about these movements because they're obviously not on this that side of social media and using your platform to inform these young fans can really do good because you know change starts early so that is a big problem with the i guess online activism that we see on social media so this doesn't mean that you shouldn't be participating in the movement but i feel like we should more be like involved Uh, and participating and, you know, active and participating in the change that we are starting. Yeah. A bunch of corporations also use activist movements such as BLM as a marketing scheme and advertising, which is, if you think about it, is really messed up in many ways. Really messed up. A famous example or scandal was Dollscale during the protests of Black Lives Matter during George Floyd's death, where, if I'm not mistaken, the owner posted on her Instagram praising the police for shooting those peaceful protesters outside of the store, which is pretty hypocritical because, if I'm not mistaken, in their Instagram, like the Dollskills Instagram, they posted, like, they stand with Black Lives Matter movement while the owner says otherwise, and in addition, I think it's not the first time they've done something like this. They've also been boycotted, boycotted for like cultural appropriation and stealing designs from black artists or selling articles of clothing that suggest an allegiance to a white nationalist group. So it's very harmful. And I also know that Nickelodeon and like Netflix was also like raising awareness about this um, movement. There was this segment in Nickelodeon where they would like put like an eight minute um, sort of break, I guess, um, to show that that was how long it took to um, take the life Mm. of 
George Floyd, it was really depressing, actually. But the fact yeah. that they're raising awareness about this kind of thing to like the youth nowadays is really like concerning because we shouldn't be the ones like focusing about these things because we're still like really young people but i guess we're the only ones who can make a change because we're part of the future generation so um it is our responsibility like we're responsible to fix the mess that our ancestors did <laughs> and it's actually pretty sad um now that i now that i'm thinking about it <laughs> i think about the nickelodeon ad i mean it their intention was good definitely to like mm-hmm. raise awareness to the children and in a way that is very depressing and kind of i feel like if i saw that as a six-year-old i'd be kind of terrified but which yeah. can be empowering to me but also, um, I don't know what to think about that ad because I didn't see it specifically. I saw a mother complaining about it. Yeah. Um, like, she was scared. This is such a scary ad. I can't believe my <laughs> son is watching this. I also feel like it shouldn't take a video of someone's life being taken, like George Floyd's last minute of being alive just for people to be more aware like that video was everywhere it was on social media and youtube everyone was spreading the link and i feel like this has obviously been going around it was just never recorded and to think that no one would believe it unless there is a piece of evidence that's brutal it's just mind-boggling like do you really need to see someone's last minute like in the cruel way like being killed just for you to actually stand up for a race finally like yeah yeah i agree yeah and i guess like a lot of like entertainment companies like uh disney or marvel nowadays they're like um trying to broaden their i guess characters to be more inclusive with like people of color or people who are part of the lgbtq company and such and i feel like that's a pretty good thing. Diva community. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that LGBT company? Oh my god! Sorry, my brain's not working. I cut you off. No, no, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> where was I? Okay, and. I feel like that's a really good thing because it empowers children and um, I guess they have, I guess now we have more, they have more role models to look up to. Like, um, I remember um, back in 2019, Marvel released their first um, female-led movie Captain Marvel. It was really empowering for me as a (laughs) Marvel fan. Yeah, that was the first female-led That's movie, actually. So, really? It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. She wasn't How the first you? Marvel superhero, but it was the first female-led wow. MCU movie, which was crazy. It was also a really big step for them, uh, but I guess I'm not really going to focus on Marvel right now. <laughs> what about Black that's Widow? That's she not a didn't movie? have her movie yet. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. That's why uh the Captain Marvel movie was a really big change in like the superhero world, I guess. And it really empowered a lot of young girls 
nowadays. So that's really cool. But like to add on to Diva's point just now, inclusivity. Am I saying that right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is important, but that shouldn't be it. There should be more to it, you know, because sometimes inclusivity is not enough. Like, okay, then you include more people, then okay, we get it. More people are more aware, but now then educate them, you know? Yes, yes, that's so true. A big part of online activism is those Instagram posts, like, from accounts like Impact, or another one, I think, is the care about. And um, at least um, with a lot of Instagram accounts, something that they have all in common is that they would share infographics about specific social issues, so at least Stop Asian Hate or, like, Black Lives Matter. And the thing about it is that it shouldn't be treated as your only news source because it's not going to be the only one. It's not good if that's the only information you're taking. It's very simplified and dense because of the limit that Instagram has. I think it only has like 10 slides for each. So it's very watered down, very simplified, and that's not information. Information is very complex and very nuanced. So you shouldn't treat Instagram accounts as your news source. You should use it as a stepping point for you to learn more about the topics and issues. Simply awareness. Uh, Yeah, I think that's what I have to say. So right now we're going to talk about something that's not really according to the previous topic of this episode. But we feel it's also very important as it is very prevalent right now which is using dark humor or jokes as an excuse for racism and homophobia, or even making fun of social issues. Yeah, um, a big example of it is the use of like racial slurs or even ableist terms and normalizing that. And even if, for example, so many people bombard them with comments saying, hey, you shouldn't say this, or making even making fun of them, they still choose to say it because they know that their reaction will get them. There are also people who decide to make up slurs of their own because of the sake of it. Like I saw a TikTok of somebody who was bisexual and then she was asking, hey, why don't bisexual people have their own slur, which is weird. And it takes away from the actual seriousness of the issue of the use of racial slurs or homophobic slurs. So we're going to talk about that right now. Why would people ask other, like, communities, like, why don't you have your own slurs? Like, why? (laughs) You wouldn't want to be weird. What do you need a slur for? (laughs) That's so The the point of, like, not saying the slur is to take the power out of the slur in the first place. Uh, For example, people saying, like, the N-word... Or stopping and only limiting Black people to say the N-word just because the N-word was a word used during the slavery, um, the time of the slavery era, and where they were all called that. And now when they use it and other people don't use it, that's when they take the power back of the slur, if you get what I mean. I, mean, I don't get what I mean. But yeah, I think that's something that people should take into account also, um, dark humor. <laughs> 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 so, 
So I think it's just weird to me that people who call out these dark humor, you know, I don't know how to say it. Dark humor people. <laughs> That's right. That makes sense. <laughs> dark, dark, dark okay. humor people. So I think it's I think it's weird and strange that when we call out these people for using dark humor as an excuse for um, racist or homophobic behavior, they call us out as SJW or like social justice warrior or even snowflake. I just don't get it because. Because it sounds both ways, guys. Yeah, mereka juga bisa dipanggil snowflake for yeah, being so affected. I, yeah, I feel like yeah. I just it's just weird. Like weird. You're in the wrong. Like why are you mad at us? I mean, we're just yeah. telling you that you're wrong. And then why are you calling us sensitive? I mean, what you're joking about is not supposed to be joked about. So. So there's no not yeah. really sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't get attacked <laughs> saying this. But recently, there's this like um, case on Twitter where there's like a a bunch of like guys like sexualizing um, some girls, and they try to make like a half-ass like apology, <laughs> literally straight from the notes app, and. <laughs> Obviously, people are calling them out because, like, if they don't get exposed um, with these actions, I don't think they would apologize anyway. And other other guys started to like attack us and saying like, "Kalah SJW, lu ngapain sih?" Like, um, we are literally calling you out for your actions, and you're calling us SJW. I mean, of course, we're trying to like defend ourselves from you guys this is like quite a normalized behavior in our society like people would see guys kayak okay mereka punya nafsu and it's like normal for them to sexualize women when it's actually not so i don't see anything wrong for like defending ourselves from them and actually like calling out calling them out for their wrongdoings yeah and then the thing it's a very natural like human thing to have nafsu but there is an there's the difference between having nafsu and then voicing them out like saying comments really really weird inappropriate comments just like it's really weird in like tiktok comments of girls who are dancing and then saying all the stuff like Oh, your butt is so round or something. It's so weird. Stop! It's, you're a loser, dude. Just stop saying that. Like, and I think people overuse that. Um, like you're such a SJW. You're so sensitive because you're exactly the same way. If we turn the tables, especially if you know, yeah, like TikTok Indonesia. They're yeah. they're, so, they're like normalizing these comments. Do you know yang kayak biasanya I'm so sorry to say but like pasty pink gitu gitu It's so weird like stop That's so disgusting. That is so I'm with tabok gitu ngapain ngomong kayak gitu masalahnya I feel and then like they don't and then they don't even care about if um the girls they're commenting on is a minor Yes that's yeah. especially they weird. They don't care weird they're like kayak udah kan bentar lagi 17 lah mas 
otak kayak lo dua puluh tiga mas kerja <laughs> yeah. pengangguran kan kayak it's just so weird and then especially that you know oh my god do you guys know the one that I sent the guy that kept on making weird POVs like yeah, POVs. POVs oh yeah, yeah. yeah. about so sexualizing up, girls and people really praise him. Like what yeah, do you mean by that? Like, most of their audience are like minors as well. Yeah, you're planting girls. this kind of mindset in them. That is so wrong. All the comments are like, "Oh, if it's this person, kalau kalau kamu tuh nggak apa-apa." That's so weird. I feel. Iya <laughs> kan? I I kept on seeing kayak, oh, if it's only. You, it's you, so it's okay. You don't know. It's not okay. It's not I mean, okay. Like, and he's enabling it. Yeah, and I feel like we should t- like. I don't know how do we bring these topics around people like them. Yeah, especially yeah, it's hard. Young, yeah, it's really hard. But usually, kaya, as you said, there are a lot of like comments, like inappropriate comments, like this, especially in like um, uh, like minor girls's. TikToks, TikTok videos, and when we're actually calling them out, they would use this like typical analogy. This is like a really common analogy that um, Indonesians use. Um, like, kucing di mana mana kalau dikasih ikan pasti nyamperin dong. Like, oh, I feel like so that's a really weird. messed up unless you pause um, metaphor because first of all, why are you comparing human beings? With animals, because yeah. clearly, kita we're different species, dude. Like, we have, we have a mind, and we actually like know we can tell which one's right or wrong. But animals, they don't. Like, if you give them food, they'll just like eat it. And this but is a us, matter of food and person. That's like two different yeah. things. It's not even yeah. a good analogy. Like, no, it doesn't justify any of this. Yeah, you're you're not you're not an animal. Like you have a mind. Seharusnya lu tahu kayak lu bisa bedain yang benar yang mana yang salah yang mana. So then use your mind to do something yeah. actually useful. Come on, man. It's and, like 2021. Yeah, and I feel like kalau if we call them out, especially those like numbers gitu gitu, they wouldn't understand. Like they don't. They're just saying sorry for like. Being called out—that's it. Not actually sorry for what they've done, you know. They're not taking it seriously. So far, their reaction has just been joking it out and just roasting the person who's standing up for this issue. Like, it's not even—it's annoying because you're not taking issues like this so seriously. And we were just literally trying to reach equality. Like, it's equality. There, there is nothing bad that comes from both perspectives. Like. Yeah, it's for the good of them too, which is so yeah. weird. Yeah, okay. like people are asking us to educate people. Tapi kayak kalau mereka nggak bisa diedukate, gimana dong? Like, yeah. how are we, what are we supposed to do then? Speaking of ignorant people who don't want to be educated when it comes to these social issues, um, I know that Diva and Tita has their own social media platform. So I was wondering if there are any ways that we can become a good ally and educate people. That way, people would listen. Okay, so if you, I feel like if you want to be a good ally and you actually want to fight for these social issues, I guess the first like 
the easiest thing that you can do is um, find information about it uh, through social media. Um, just like Amel said earlier, social media isn't always 100% reliable, but it could be a really good stepping point, I guess, like to broaden your mind about these topics. And one example of um, these social media platforms that you guys can check out um, is our Instagram platform. It's at Freedom Fighters Project. Go check that out. And... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um and I understand that you can't a hundred percent like diminish racism or like these issues in our world, but you can start by edu- by educating yourself and educate people around you. And if they don't want to be educated, smash them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, um call out people on Yeah. Yeah, don't be afraid. On their to. behavior. Yeah. I know that not everyone would have the same opinions about these kinds of topics, but if you if your opinion are like way different than others, please always make sure to like filter them out before you post stuff on social media because you because you're gonna get attacked and stuff for that. So you really yeah. have to um like think before you say stuff on social media uh like diva said you can always start by following these um platforms that do spread really reliable and resourceful information about social issues so that you can educate people around you but if you feel as though you want to support the cause and make a change but you don't feel like you can speak on it well you can use your platform to uplift or support other activists who do so to wrap up today's episode as usual we'll be giving advice or word of the day my advice for today is Support the cause in any way with a good intention and a passion. For example, if you know someone close to you who tends to do any of the appropriate action in relation to social issues, um, I'm also referring to like saying slurs, you should confront and act on it, especially if you're close with the person. It actually gives you more reason to do it. And it's kind of useless if you already advocate as much on social media, yet you ignore it when it comes to issues that are not posted. So, yeah, that's all I have yeah. to say. What that's about really you? Good so, uh, at least my advice is that I think it's good that activism has become a trend of some sort in the sense that it is something that you should be doing. But I also feel that treating it as something passing, like you're not going to support it again if it's not trending anymore, is potentially very harmful to the overall cause. So, you should be for the cause. Be active in what you post. And like Aliyah said, apply it to your real life situations what about you guys so i guess from me my advice today is that we have to be very mindful on what we post on social media because it's a really powerful tool so we really have to you know be aware and be critical of the posts we put out and the messages we spread okay and last but not least for me is that I know that these kinds of issues can be really overwhelming for a lot of people, especially when like a lot of minors are also exposed to these issues right now. So I guess don't burden yourself too much about it and don't overthink 
it a lot and don't always push yourself to post these kinds of things um like if you do want to post it make sure that you're doing it for a good cause just like you guys said um make sure you have a genuine like um reason behind it and don't just post these kinds of things just because you are jumping in on the bandwagon don't just post it because everyone else is doing it and make sure that you're you guys are always like open to these new information though but again um if you do want to like spread awareness about it make sure you're doing it for a genuine cause so i think that uh, wraps up today's episode thank you guys for coming to today's episode or podcast if you guys want to plug yourself your personal instagram accounts yeah thanks for having us it was a blast if you do want to learn a bit about these social issues you can check out our um social media platform which is at freedom fighters project and also check out my instagram account at asyhdv (laughs) what about you people oh yeah and if you want to look at how pretty i am you can check out at the tita ginding yay Yay. On Instagram. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. Bye, Adios, guys. sayonara, ciao, muah. Muah. <laughs>